So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Thanks for checking out the Sports Kid Wrestling Podcast. If you want even more from us, get Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night, Dutch Mantel covering AEW Rampage and SmackDown, and the biggest breaking news with you, the fans, talking about it five days a week with Top Story, all on this podcast feed. What's going on, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of The Legion of Raw. I am with the former WWE head writer, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, Vince Russo. How are you, man? What is going on, Dr. Chris? How are you tonight, man? Doing well, man. Uh, it's uh, Juneteenth here in America, and, uh, you know, it's... it's uh, something that's been going on since 1865 but hey you know a few years ago we finally made it to something and uh it uh, has a lot of meaning to it for those who don't know what juneteenth is uh, go and study it yourself it has a lot of meaning to it it's rich history that comes with that that i wish uh that were taught in schools and and so forth and uh it's good to uh uh to be a part of a culture to celebrate it in america and uh you know people get the get paid holidays off of it now i didn't because i had to work as a therapist all day why people got to enjoy their paid holiday that's what i do to sacrifice for my family events for yourself very nice and just so you know i ride along with you worked pretty much all day today uh so yes i did not have the day off either the wwe did have the uh day off though like they have many monday nights uh off yes uh, you know bro i i gotta tell you i I used to come on here and really be pissed off after watching this show because it, I, I just used to get pissed off about the wastage of my time. I, I don't get pissed off anymore, bro, because I think I've, I've, I've finally accepted, bro. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. It, it is what it is. This is a job. Me and Dr. Chris get paid to this show. They're not going to change. Uh, You know, bro, they've got their 1.8 million people that watch this show and they're happy with that and they're going to continue to be happy with that. They're not going to attempt to get uh, new viewers interested in this show. So, you know, bro, it it is what it is. I can get as upset as I want. It's not going to change anything. Yep. So just watch it and, uh, you know, write, write your notes and uh you know when we talk about it just be honest man i i will say this though uh bro without a shadow of a doubt the i just saw a three-hour roll with i can't tell you how many wrestlers on here the most believable one 
of the entire night happens to not be on the WWE roster. And that's Logan Paul. Hmm. You know, bro, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with Logan Paul, bro. I don't know if they try to tell him what to say. And he basically says, no, bro, nobody's going to tell me what to say. I don't know if they don't even bother to tell him what to say. They kind of just let him go out there and freelance. But, bro, far and away, you can look at every single promo on this show, and you can look at wrestlers that have been with this company for over a decade, and he far and away was the only one that came across tonight as a genuine human being. Everybody else came along as, you know, AI clone robot wrestlers with the same non-emotional promos. And I, I got to tell you, bro, for, for me, he was he was really the only part of it. Now, now, that segment, of course, was a joke wrestling segment. I love the way, bro, it winds up with the non-wrestler being the only one left standing. We've talked about that before. It really shows you what the WWE thinks of their roster. Mm -hmm. But from a performance point of view, this guy to me is the only believable person on the entire show. I think uh, when, I, when I saw that, Vince, uh, to me, and, and what you're saying now makes sense as far as uh, why he seemed the most believable because I see someone like a Logan Paul, very similar to Pat McAfee. Both yeah. have leverage. Both don't give a lick about the WWE. They Their careers are built outside of the company. So when they come inside of the company, it's more a, of a plus. It's more of a bonus in their careers that are already established well off. I agree. From, from the WWE compared to everybody who's in the bubble. Their heart and soul is in WWE, so they have to go by the direction and everything else. And it's you can't even really refute or have any rebuttals or have any pushback. You can't even have that space. But if Pat McAfee or Logan Paul pushes back, I mean, they're probably going to get what they want because they're bringing something to the company from a crossover appeal. Bad, something, same thing with Bad Bunny, although Bad Bunny is more of a yes sir, no sir type of person because he's so enamored in the with the company right now. Yeah, Pat McAfee and Logan Paul, they don't care. <laughs> they they, they yeah. don't. Care. I mean, like, so you're telling me to say this, and if I say this, and McAfee was, you know, he was going off script and doing the whole Nakamura dance, and uh, uh, Michael Cole loved it. You know, I mean, he he was just having fun and. He's not with the WWE anymore, and he's signing what seven million dollar deal for you know ESPN. So he's he's making moves. I mean, college game day, you know, he's still being featured in WWE because Seth Rollins is going to be on the show tomorrow. So he doesn't need the WWE at all, you know. But at the same time, everybody else in the WWE in the locker room, they don't think outside of the company because they're really kind of pigeonholed to think that you won't be anything without the company you know what i mean yeah, that's bro, that's what they have this there, there, there's just you're right chris you're 100 right there for me 
There's nothing to cling on to. There's nothing to put your hooks. There's nothing there. And, bro, it's like, okay, bro, they they came up with the Abbott and Costello comedy routine between uh, uh, Owens and Zane, and now we're just going to beat that horse to death. That That's going to be their thing every single week. Yep. it's you know again bro i'm i'm not going to i'm not going to get mad anymore i look at it this way bro these are all professionals from the producers to the wrestlers themselves to the writers these are all professionals this is not in my opinion this is not a professional show what what, what do you mean by that vince well here's what i mean by that I watch a lot of television during the week. It's one of the things that I do. When I'm watching television, I am watching professional productions. I am watching believable directing, believable acting, believable dialogue, believable conversations. When I watch this show on Monday, nothing is believable. Nothing. Like I said, bro, the only thing believable on this show was Logan Paul. And like, here's a perfect example, Chris. Somebody please help me with this. Please help me with this. So Seth Rollins promotes an open challenge last week. Okay. So here he's ready to go out this week. He's attacked by Finn Balor and the match never happens. Mm -hmm. The, the, The open challenge never happens. Meanwhile, He's got a match scheduled with Braun Breaker on NXT, and and Rollins tells us at the end of the show, uh, you know, he's going to he's going to be at that match, mm-hmm. bro. I got a better idea for you, Chris. Th- 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 I have no idea why you would promote an open challenge and then not have the match. Here's what I would have done, Chris. This is, and it would have gotten you to the same exact place and whatever you want the finish to be at NXT. Bro, do an open challenge. Okay, Rollins goes out there, open challenge. Guess who answers it? Braun Breaker. Mm-hmm. They have a knockdown drag out. Heck of a match, bro. False finishes could go either way. Then Finn Finn's comes out, out mm-hmm. and gets the same heat. Yep. After Finn gets the same heat, we go to Rollins. No, no, no. It ain't ending that way. That's not the way it was supposed to end. As a matter of fact, on NXT this week, Braun Breaker, we're going to – Bro, I can sit here and I can give you that in 10 seconds. Yeah. But no, what do they do? They And, bro, you you can't call it a bait and switch because you don't pay to really watch this show. But they they promote an open challenge. You tune in to see an open challenge. They never give you an open challenge for what reason I don't understand. And if you would have done it the way I just laid it out, you'd be at the same exact place when he wrestles Braun Breaker at NXT. I think that's a fantastic point because at the because a, a few things makes that makes much more sense than what we saw. First of all, Braun Breaker was there, so you're not going outside of the box because Braun Breaker was there because he already he had, he had an interview. And then if you're, why would you have an open challenge 
today if Seth Rollins could have lost the title, but you're still promoting Braun Breaker for tomorrow. And so it would make sense if Braun Breaker accepted the challenge a day early to lead to whatever. Because it's it's hard because even if Braun Breaker were to beat Seth Rollins, they would still have a rematch tomorrow because they have a match on NXT. So no matter what, you're getting Seth and Braun. So anybody other than Braun Breaker wouldn't make sense as far as believability. But Braun Breaker would make sense because then you're still trying to do this split thing, but you're not really doing the split thing. But an open challenge does give people an opportunity from, I guess, either brand to come and it'll make sense for a Braun Breaker to come. So if Braun Breaker accepts the challenge, which he should have, then you have Finn Balor who doesn't want Braun Breaker to be the one who defeats Seth Rollins. He wants to be the one who defeats Seth Rollins. He doesn't want anything to, to come in a way with his Money in the Bank match because it could be a triple threat, for instance, at Money in the Bank. So he doesn't want anything to come in the way. So then he calls his Braun Breaker the match. So it, it makes sense of what you just said because otherwise it wouldn't make sense to promote tomorrow's NXT match. You know, so great point there, fair point. And I think what they should have done is exactly what you said. So uh, I agree there. I agree. I agree with that hundred percent. We got some uh, super chats here. Joseph Gonzalez, four ninety nine. If they had no intention of having the open challenge match tonight, what was the point of advertising a weekend? Exactly. Event? What, what was the point Joseph? Because you, you you're going to tune in to see the open challenge. Then you're going to find out, Oh, there's not going to be an open challenge. So, Okay, I'll go watch something else. Yeah. And it just didn't make any sense with the bait and switch, too. I mean, why would you even why would you even promote it if if it was so here's my here's my question to you, Vince, with this. Do you know from from what you understand and what you know from being backstage and working backstage as a as a writer, do you think they already had this in the books to be this? non no contest yeah. last week when they promoted it yes absolutely wow. yes absolutely. So they did all that just to just for just for yep. non no they con. did the whole thing bro i'll tell you why they did the whole thing because they set up the nxt thing and now seth is going into nxt hurt yeah so oh my god is braun breaker gonna break beat seth beat seth because seth is hurt that's why they set the whole thing up that way yeah do you think that Seth Rollins, do you think that Braun Brecker has any chance to beat Seth Rollins? I, I mean, he should. Hmm. It, 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 it's what I would do, but you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not the obvious. So, you know, so that would make Braun Brecker beat Seth and just, all, I guess it automatically makes him a part of the raw roster. Where does this leave Finn Balor for money in the bank? I guess you could have a match between Finn Balor and and Seth Rollins to see if Finn Balor gets his shot or Seth gets a rematch. Okay. So you would have that can only happen next Monday because uh Monday Bank's a week from Saturday. So fair enough. Yeah. I mean you can you can definitely have that for sure. Do you make it a triple threat or do you do the one on do you do like a a non finish for the Rollins and you know uh 
uh, Finn Balor match, like maybe they brawl or double count out or something like that, and you make it a triple threat. Or yeah, you, I mean, you 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 could do that, and then because now you have three people in there, so you could protect whoever you want. If you want to, if you want to protect Seth, he beats Finn Balor. Never yeah. never beat Braun Breaker. And if you want to protect Braun Breaker, he beats Finn Balor. Obviously, Finn Balor is the guy in this match that doesn't mean anything. He means absolutely zero. So, yeah, bro, somebody, some whoever you want to protect uh, will be protected because the other guy will take the fall on Finn Balor. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be uh, completely opposed to that, actually, as far as Braun, because it's the way. I mean, I, I do think it was a lackluster way of introducing him to the main roster uh, by just some backstage interview. I mean, I, I do think that was a bit anticlimactic, but I do think it's a way to push Braun Breaker uh, early. I do think he has the um, he has the presence, he has the tools to be pushed early, uh, like he was in NXT. So it would be a different, it would be a change, you know. I mean, at least it'll yeah. be something that that would be different than the weekly house show mess that we see every single week so. yeah awesome sauce 220 Vin, as an italian new yorker what is the best pizza with new york style bro new york italian style man i used to have a place believe it or whatnot it wasn't a real italian fancy name or anything but if you go back to uh, long island new york in lake ron Concoma, uh mm-hmm. new york uh, there was a place called pizza stop uh, that was always my favorite pizza, far and away, bro. Far Very and away. Generic name, but I bet you the the pizza's not generic. Yes, yes. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, we got Joseph Gonzalez once again, 499. <laughs> Logan Paul embarrassed Butch. He said, I don't know who he is, dwarfed him and KO'd him after. That's why the crowd can't take these guys seriously. Yeah, these bro, the, the sports Kita nation knows what they're talking yeah, about. You, yes, bro, that that that's what boggles my mind, Joseph. That's what I said. You you've got professionals sitting around in a room discussing this all day long, yeah, and nobody sees what Joseph uh, just pointed out. Okay, all yeah, right. You know what the crazy thing about this is, Vince? I mentioned this before in uh, previous shows is that you have six now seven potential number one contenders for the world heavyweight championship you get a outside celebrity you know youtube influencer he comes in he makes all the six frequents look lesser than he is yeah and then you also have uh, bronson reed who's continuing to make two of the seven number one contenders lesser than he is and he lost the match to be bro this this shows you how time has changed because this problem is twofold number one you know again i'm going back to the attitude era because that's when i work there this would have never happened Mm -hmm. you always protect your talent first the talent are going to be there 365 days out of the year the talent is always going to be protected that's number one Mm -hmm. number two if you didn't protect the talent, bro, trust me, you were going to hear from them. And what they would say is what I just said. Vince, we're going to be here 365 days of the year for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. This guy's going to be gone next week. 
So how, how, how do I benefit? How does the company benefit when you put him over me? Now I'm damaged goods and this guy's back on TikTok. Yeah. that's that's the scenario bro that's true it's that simple yeah yeah that's what we see when these celebrities come in and they just make they just look better than everybody else man so that's not a really good look on on how you're pumping up your you know roster now to be I mean, he comes, he comes in, he comes out, and he looks better. Everybody. Bro, that, but that is telling you what they really think about their roster. Oh, yeah. That's what it's telling you. This yeah. is telling you what Triple H and Vince McMahon, how they honestly feel about these guys. Yep. It's like one of those, it reminds me of, I think of like a social psychology standpoint. It's like, so you and I were, you know, really good friends, and we talk all the time. You know, and it's just one of us take advantage of each other's presence. And like, oh yeah, Vince will be there, or Chris will be there, and we just kind of talk. And then we just see, and we see somebody else that we haven't seen in a while. And you could be like talking to me about your whole life and just just pouring it. And then someone I haven't seen for a while, I just completely lose attention for you. And hey, how's it going? And like you're pouring your heart out to yeah, me yeah, and doing all yeah. these things to me. And yeah. I completely just lose it and just go somewhere else to someone who I haven't seen in a while. Yeah. And I give them much more attention and much more love and much more affection than I do you, who I'm taking advantage of our friendship right now. And you're pouring your heart out to me. Right. That's what that that stuff like that, that's what it reminds me of. Yep. You got all these people who are doing pouring out their heart and soul every single week as a part of the brand. You see somebody you ever seen in a while, and you just completely divert your yep. attention to know, to them. So yeah, that's exactly. what I'm right. Yep. We got uh Seam Pa 550. I think he's cutting a promo on you, Vince. Hey, buddy Vince, you crap on in this year. You are not Indian God. I challenge you to Punjabi prison match in my hometown of India. Why I walk to Colorado. I don't remember uh, crapping on in this year at all. Uh, I I remember crapping on the the, the creative, saying I don't have any faith in the creative to do anything with these guys. I remember remember, uh, vehemently saying these guys are very, very, very impressive looking, and I believe that they would hurt you. I just have no faith whatsoever in the way they're going to be booked. Yeah, I mean, he can cut the promo on me as much as I can. I've told you before, I, I'm just not connected to them. I just, I just don't feel them. I just, uh, and we saw it even more, and we'll talk about it. So I saw it even more today. I mean, I just, just they just don't, they just don't connect with me, man. Uh, we got uh, Bala B, one ninety nine. How would you end the bloodline storyline, Vince? Oh, bro, I don't know. I, I, I pitched that thing on the other show about when you asked me about Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody yeah. somebody coming in now and defend and defending Roman and backing Roman because everybody has turned on Ro- Roman. Mm-hmm. And their argument could be the case that Roman made every one of these guys. The Usos would saying nursery rhymes before Roman took charge. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn was nothing before Roman. And then, you know, basically have somebody befriend him, have somebody, you know, have his back. A, a baby face would be the best 
because now you think he's a heel that he's got Roman and then, um, you know, have, you know, from the inside, mm-hmm. have this be the person that's going to defeat Roman Reigns. That's what I would do. Bro, yeah. I, I got to tell you, I watched, uh, bro, I'm not, I'm not, uh, listen, guys, I'm not going to watch wrestling on a Friday night. I'm not going to watch wrestling on a Saturday night. I have something called a life mm. and Pro wrestling does not supersede my life. Again, you want to pay me. I told Raju, you want to pay me to watch a, a collision? Let's let's have a conversation. You know, I, I work for a living. If not, then I'm not going to watch the show. But I see the stuff online. Mm-hmm. Bro, I swear to you, man. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is with me. I have pet peeves, Chris. I will admit this. I will admit that. Paul Heyman acts like such a freaking buffoon. If if you just watch Paul Heyman ringside and look at his reactions ringside, no no person in real life would ever act that way. Hmm. You, you would you, you know who would act that way, bro? Like cartoon characters, like Wiley Coyote would would maybe act that way, or Foghorn Leghorn. No real person would act the way and react the way that this guy's this guy acts. And I'm watching this 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 breakdown on uh, on on replay on YouTube or whatever it is and I'm just looking at this freaking buffoon and I'm going to say it again. Bro, make Paul Heyman an animated character. <laughs> let let him be animated. Let him be a little short, you know, heavy sick bald guy and let him just waddle out there and then he could make all the cartoon faces that he wants and it would fit it's it's so bro anyway that's what i would do with the somebody's got to step in now somebody's got to step in and point out the fact that this is how you show your gratitude to this guy who put you on the map, who put you in X amount of main events, who who made it possible for you to have championship matches, who made you X amount of dollars. If he had my back mm-hmm. the way he he had your back, there isn't anything I would do. You, some Somebody's got to come in and do that. Gotcha. Let me ask you this when it comes to Paul Hyman. Have you, have you worked with Paul Hyman before? Sp- spotty. Spotty, gotcha. very, 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 very limited. Was it uh so I guess really if I'm thinking timeline wise, the ECW invasion was the only time you worked with him? No, nah, bro. I work with him at the ECW invasion. Um and then bro, I actually when I was the head writer of TNA, I actually suggested to Dixie Carter to bring Paul Heyman in mm-hmm. and why? Because I felt from a creative perspective, he could help the company. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not afraid of him replacing me. I have all the confidence in the world in myself. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the complete opposite. Meanwhile, bro, here's, here's the scoop, uh, you know, that you, you can, they, they can post some more if they want when, um, a uh, Mike Sanders, who was a great talker, above average, was going to come over to Raw after the WCW, you know, buyout and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman did everything in his power 
to prevent Mike Sanders from being hired. If you don't, if you don't believe me, have Sanders on the show and he'll tell you the story himself. Okay. Mm. I'm the complete opposite. If you could help a comp- my company that I'm working with, I'm going to bring you in with open eyes. I wasn't afraid to bring Ed Ferrara in, who was a professional writer, and I sure as heck wasn't afraid to bring Paul Heyman into TNA. But what happened, bro, was Dixie Carter set up a meeting between Paul Heyman and USA Network, not USA, Spike TV, mm-hmm. that Dixie Carter did not go to him with. Mm. So now it's just Paul Heyman and Spike TV. And what did Paul try and do? He tried to go over Dixie's head. He tried to go over everybody's head. And he tried to convince Spike TV that they needed an executive producer of the show to be the top guy overlooking everything. And who was that executive producer, bro? Of course, it was Paul Heyman. Mm. And when when Dixie found out what he had done, obviously at that point she was not going to hire him. But that's why shortly thereafter, Eric Bischoff became the executive producer because Paul convinced Spike TV that, you know, Impact needed an executive producer when we never had have one before. Mm. And bro. Who do you think was the guy that suggested to Spike, okay, bro, now that Paul convinced you you need an executive producer, you know who that executive producer should be? Who do you think was the guy, bro, that suggested Eric Bischoff? Vince Russo. Absolutely, bro, because he was the best guy for the job based on his experience, you know, with Turner and TBS and everything he did over at WCW. And that's when he was named the executive producer of uh, Impact, which I I never had a problem with Mm -hmm. because Eric's very, very, very good at that job. Yeah, Uh, I've. I get along very well with Eric. I've interviewed him about six or seven times. He's he's oftentimes talked about how he just couldn't stand his his impact run. Why do you why do you think that was the case from working with him? He, because bro, he 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 wasn't in charge. I, I mean, it it was Dixie. I mean, at the end of the day, it was Dixie. And and bro, listen, I say this all the time. Okay, P- people think. Yeah, oh, bro, I got heat with this one. I got heat with that one. I hate this one. I, bro, I, I don't freaking hate anybody, bro. I, hey, Chris, come on, man. You, you and me as Christian guys, hate is a very ugly word. I don't hate anybody, bro. And I've said this all the time. Bro, when, when Hulk and Eric came to TNA, they had all the best intentions in the world. They did. They really believed. They really believed that they were going to be able to give WWE a run. And I yeah, used they even to, had you. They even had a head to head. They even yes, went to Monday night. I would try to educate Eric about Dixie. Mm. That bro, she she's not going to do that. She's not going to Eric. You know, I used to try to explain to him how Dixie was. You know, and. um that he became very frustrated because he he wasn't able to do the things that he wanted to do and the things that needed to be done. He didn't have the ability to do it 
So I think that's why he was, you know, extremely unhappy at TNA. That makes sense. Yeah. I thought the head to the head thing was a horrible idea. It was a horrible idea, bro. But, but, bro, I'm telling you, they did not do it maliciously. They really believe, bro, when, when they made that decision and they told me, Chris, my whole thing was, guys, simply from a financial point uh, point of view, you can't compete with them financially. There is no way. If the two shows are back-to-back and you go from their show to our show and you see what these two shows look like, you can't compete with them financially. True. True. Even from a production standpoint. Right. You can't, bro. Absolutely, man. That's the thing. Because they had to... They have the talent. You know, yeah. like, TNA has some strong talent, you know yeah. what I mean? But at the same time, from a production standpoint, if you're looking at two wrestling companies head to head, WWE has premier production. I, I say this all the time. I yes. am very dissatisfied with the product, but the production is top notch and, and has been for decades. Yeah. And so you're going head to head with wwe's production so if, if i'm in a focus group and i'm just looking at two wrestling shows head to head and i'm looking at the production of wwe versus the production of tna at the time it's night and day you know what right. i mean and yeah. that alone is going to draw me away from that's TNA what i said bro that that was my exact feeling at the time chris hmm. wow yeah very interesting, uh, you know, coulda, shoulda, what is, and just uh, reflecting yeah. on those things. And uh, it didn't last long, the head-to-head, and went right back to, you know, we uh, further in the week. So uh, we have Rollin499, Super Chat group. WWE is usually consistent with video packages that celebrate sp- special historic holidays. Was there any kind of acknowledgement in June team to a Raw? Interesting. Did there was it was there. No. Bro, you want to? Can I tell you why? Honestly, you're gonna think I'm. You can think I'm nuts. Please, I guarantee you, Vince doesn't understand what the holiday is. You don't think? I guarantee you, bro. It's something that he can't wrap his head around. I guarantee. I guarantee you that. I would not. I I would not oppose. Like that to me, that would not be a surprise. Yeah, not not whatsoever, man. Yeah, Uh, and the holidays older than he is. Much older than he is. So. Older than his father is too, so that would be interesting to know. Someone needs to school him on uh, what Juneteenth is about, and maybe we'll get a video package next well, year. I got to address somebody in the room who's, and I'm not going to mention by name because they didn't pay. But I think the six-sided ring was the downfall of TNA, bro. TNA was drawing two million viewers, bro. Two million. What 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 would Dynamite do for two million viewers today, bro? Come on, man! <laughs> they hired a bunch of people for shiny new toys. They they can't. That's they're they're getting you know two and a half times less of that right now. So I mean they're 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 barely scratching eight hundred at this point. Two and a half times less on a network that is far bigger. Oh yes, than yes, TV was. Yes, yes, yes. indeed, yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, we also have Steve Soleil, one of nice super chat. Bro. Yeah, that's a he's a loyal brand member. Very he nice. is, he is. Realistically, Logan Paul would knock Rollins out. Do you, well, yeah. it's shoot fight. What, what do you think? What do you think? Oh God, yeah, bro, come on. Are you, bro? This is the guy that went to bed with his uh wrestling buddy Hulk Hogan. Come on, <laughs> bro, come on, stop, man. Come on, 
Uh, that would be interesting. Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. From what Seth Rollins has said, I think he was on the Austin interview. You know, he was talking about how he's a legit shooter, and he was oh, yeah. uh, he accosted uh, Vince McMahon one time, and uh, was you know getting getting big with Vince. Man. Oh, Seth, Seth, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I'd like to see that. Indeed, uh, we got Alisar House five fifty. Slow presentation, show presentation is so lazy in WWE. It's just a boring flat screen Titan trying to four level ramp, bland white ropes. It hurts me as a visual artist. That's a good point. I remember when they used to do uh, their their sets used to be a lot more um, uh, I guess specific specific for the show. It was specific for the show, and it was a it was more. Um, it, they they put more effort in it. It is it does look very bland now. I, I think for the sake of the overhead, they're just doing the same set, you know, just like that. But I mean, I remember when sets used to be like theme, even the theme pay per views used to have his own sets too. But I think from a standpoint of uh, just overhead, that they're not going. And the thing is, they had the set pay per views. They had the they put a lot more effort into their sets before and their, their, their bottom line was a lot less than it is now. You know I mean? They're, yeah, they're bro, right they're, they're, bro, I'm telling you there it, it, it's, 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 it's literally think of the WWE as an assembly line. Now hmm. that, that that's what it is, bro. It's, it's, it's the, the, the way the wrestlers go through the system then they come through to the show. Then we have the show. And then next week we repeat the same exact thing. It's it, it literally is like sitting on an assembly line. Like, like I said, bro. Okay, bro. Uh, uh, um, Owens and uh, Zane are, are Abbott and Costello now. So that's their spot every week, Abbott and Costello. Okay, guys, we're going to have a six-man main event at the end of the show. Like, it, it, it literally is like putting parts in a PC board, and then you've got your final board at the end of the show, and it's the same every week. It's a three-factor model with the WWE oftentimes. It's the same style match, different week. A million and one backstage interviews. How she'll finish? That's that's the that's the 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 method of WWE programming yep. nowadays, man. Yep. And that's what we saw. That's what we saw here too. Uh, let's see here. Uh, that's that's it for now as far as super chats. Uh, let's go through the let's go through the uh, the show here. We got Seth Rollins coming out, getting attacked uh, by Seth uh, by. Um, he comes what about, what about what about uh Jake Carter? Or what about yeah. this uh what about this uh Jake Carter? What, what about this pimple on my dairy air? <laughs> Bro, Russo is trash. Yeah, he has some good opinions, but he hasn't done anything great for <laughs> any company he was in. Hey, uh Jake, uh what what exactly have you done, uh my friend? What 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 have you done, bro? That the world knows uh, your accomplishments and what you did, Jake. Tell me, please, seriously, bro. Come back and tell me, Jake, what you have done in your life that is uh, so so outstanding. Gotcha. Oh, he's got a don't, don't even say his last name. He doesn't even deserve that. Oh, name. please, Jake. <laughs> Jake. Jake Pimple on my big fat butt. How about that as a last name? How about that, Jake? Does that work for you, bro? All right, let's get uh, on. The show, who else was the roast? Uh, try to roast Vince. The, high, the, 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 the highest ratings 
in the history of the professional wrestling business that 25 years later have not they've not even gone near and I've never accomplished anything with any yeah. company I ever worked with in my life. You know, man. Okay, Jake. People yeah. just want to think with how they want to and they have no uh no brain facts. <laughs> well, that too. Brain. Let's just say uh, brain. Let's yeah. just say brain. Uh Seth Rollins comes out, gets attacked by Finn Balor in ring uh multiple times. Um, look, when I thought about this, and I don't want to go, I don't want to go into detail with a lot of this stuff because it was just basically the same stuff from last week and, and different variations. But this is what I thought about this: Why did the open challenge stop, though? Like, just because Finn Balor attacked Seth Rollins, wouldn't that give an opportunity for someone to come out and be and have an advantage, though? Especially, bro, since before the show ended, he made it clear that he's going to wrestle tomorrow right. night. Well, then why don't you wrestle tonight? Tonight. Yeah, well, I was there, there, the there, There's still time left on the yes. show. Why, why aren't you having your open challenge tonight? Exactly. So what, bro? I'm going to rest up and heal up tonight, mm -hmm. but I'll have the match tomorrow. Yep. And then you're going to go on there and say, oh, I'm going to be a fighting champion. 20 no, no, you're not, bro. Why not? You're going to go home with your Hulk Hogan wrestling buddy and you're, you're going to sleep on it, bro. You know, your wife's going to tuck you in, maybe sing you a lullaby or two because you ain't wrestling tonight. So if you ain't wrestling tonight, bro, now we got to stop with the I'm going to defend this title 24-7, bro, because you're not. That's true. And if he was well enough to cut a promo, why can't he just go back to the ring if he was a fighting champion? So... Yeah, to me, it just made sense for someone to just come out there and just win the belt, man. <laughs> why? Why not, man? Just, right. That's what do I something say. Something different, man. That's do what something I say, bro. different. That's what I say. Yep. Um. Then we get the, and then after all of that, we get the Miz cutting a promo saying that he's going to show Seth Rollins what an open challenge looks like. Tommaso Ciampa comes back. He returns and accepts. He wins the match. Do you think this was, and we'll get, to, there's one super chat we'll get to in a minute. Do you think that this was a suitable return after nine months for Champa, or do you think it was very anticlimactic? Very anticlimactic, bro, especially because now I'm sitting here, I'm saying to myself, or weren't weren't these two tied nine months ago? Like, I, how am I supposed to remember what happened nine months ago, bro? How about you tell me that story first, and no. maybe Miz hints that Chomp is coming back. He's going to be in whatever the story is. But now he's coming out, and I'm like, man, bro, I swore they did something a long time ago, but I can't remember. They don't cover it in the story. Nobody says anything. So, no, bro, this ain't the way I'm bringing Ciampa back. No, man, and especially when you had an opportunity to hit a reset button with Ciampa. Yeah. And you have him come back with the Miz, who hasn't won a single television match all year. And you have champa come without even explaining but to the announcer's booth why he's going toward the miz and what made it even worse is the crowd could have cheered miz and so that didn't help champa because he was in his hometown and what made it worse is that the same person who's lost every single television match 
went 50-50 in the match with a returning Ciampa. And so, it, to me, this whole segment was not a good way to bring Ciampa back. No, uh, bro, again, how many times have you heard me talk about setting the table? Yes. They know when the guy's coming back. You put a plan in in place so when he comes back, he gets the pop. Yeah. And we start him off hot. You ain't starting the guy off hot with a win over the Miz. Everybody has beaten the Miz. Yes. Everybody on the roster has beaten the Miz several times. I think if he would have came in and just demolished the Miz, I think that would have helped him a bit. But as soon as the Miz started getting offense, I said, oh, it's ruined. I mean, yeah. like it just it just messy gets the DDT, then it goes back and forth, and he has to come from behind against the Miz, who's lost every match. I, I thought it was a bad call, man. They would thought it was a very bad call. We got Alex 499 Super Chat, bro. <laughs> That's Mantel said yesterday that Booker T was difficult to work with in TNA. Is there truth to that? What's the story with that? He was a little difficult to work with a teenage bro. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll be honest with you, bro. Some of the, the, the greatest guys that I ever worked with. And I, I consider them friends. Um, when they came from WWE to TNA, they were difficult to work with mm. because all of a sudden, bro, they were the big fish in a very small pond and it it was different working with them. It really was. I'm I'm just being honest. Listen, I I, I love Booker to death. Mick Foley what was the same way, bro. Yeah, they they, cool. they when they came to TNA, bro, it was that was the most difficulty I had working with either one of them was at TNA. What was what was difficult to work with, you know, with Booker T? I, I think what was difficult, bro, was you had a lot of young, no-name guys, hmm. and they just were not going to put these no-name guys over. I, I, bro, I remember vividly. I, you know, I mean, I, I wanted, I wanted Booker to put uh, Matt, Matt Morgan, Matt yeah. Morgan, and, and he wouldn't do it uh, flat out. And I said, okay, Book, no problem. We'll get somebody else to do it. Hmm. And, and and we did so i i I, you know they 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 just had a hard time you know for whatever reason bro giving these tna guys the rub Hmm. now here's here's my thing in defense of i guess booker t and uh steve austin when you know he refused to put over brock now was it more of a sure i'll put him over but what a story or was it no, I'm not going to put him over at all. It was at all. It was at all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now that's that's a whole different thing because yeah. if you put him over with a story, yeah. you know, like I can understand how someone doesn't want their legacy to be tarnished. Just some random one-off, you know, episode of Impact Wrestling putting someone over without anything that comes with it. There's a lot of money on the table that's unfair for the person, the, the legend, to get the rub off of him to put someone over randomly. But if it's, if you're not willing to put someone new over or newer over at all, that's, that's a whole different ball game, bro. It's a television show, man. It, it, it ain't real. It, it, it's, it's a freaking television show, bro. Like, you know, with, with all due respect, it's a TV show. I, I, I remember like, 
you know, bro, there was a time when I was just a talent at TNA and I was not writing or I was not producing. And they told me every week what to do. And unless it was just something that was just totally like, bro, like, are you, are you serious? I went ahead and they did what what I, I did, what they wanted me to do, whether I agree with them or not, because it's a television show, bro. Yeah, I think it's important to like, for instance, I think that, uh, you know, The Undertaker or, or, you know, Bret Hart or someone like that, they wouldn't just. If you, if someone, or you or anyone else were just like, hey, we want you to, you know, put over, you know, uh, some talent today or that that's like a mid-card talent that we're trying to push. I'm sure that they would have pushback too. You know what I mean? Like just because you're using my legacy or you're using my name to make you look better. So I'm sure like it, it makes sense from a business standpoint. Uh, but at the same time, like I said, at all, you know, it's like, okay, book. I mean, you're at the, you're at the end of your, of your run at this point. I mean, you, you need to start making other people look good. And that's interesting, man, because from what I've heard from you, when I've heard from a lot of other people work with book, when he was in the WCW, especially WCW, he was super, you know, approachable. And, Absolutely. and bro, listen, he, he may have, he may have, um, he he may have his reasons that I don't know about. I, I mean, I, I I mean honestly, bro, it was a long time ago, and I'm sure, you know, he had a reason for why he didn't want to do it, but he didn't want to do it, and he didn't do it. But mm-hmm. I, you know, like like I said, if if you talk to him, I'm I'm sure he has a reason why. Now Foley was Foley ended up being champ, uh, and and this was uh, after. If I'm not mistaken, his 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 run was after the. I mean, he had a bunch of retirements, but didn't he? It was after his WrestleMania match with Edge. I'm not. If I'm not mistaken. Well, so Foley's TNA run was what? Oh, God, oh, oof, had to be about oh nine, maybe somewhere around there. Were you around? Were you a ten eight oh nine? Oh yeah, I worked with okay, Matt. I yeah. thought so. Yeah, because I because his his match versus Edge was I believe was two thousand seven. SK Nation, uh, let me know as far as the time is concerned. I think his WrestleMania match was in uh, two thousand seven, uh, and I think he came to TNA around oh nine WrestleMania twenty two. So that was seventeen years ago. So that was two thousand six. Then okay, so that was the, so that was in two thousand six was wrestlemania 22 because this one is uh this one was this what the past one was 39 wasn't it i think so yeah i think it was 39 yeah so it was 20 so it was 2006 yeah 2006 is when they had it so t so he came to tna after that and won the world championship what was the rhyme and reason of making foley the champ you remember mm-hmm. Uh, I can't, I, I can't remember, bro. <laughs> I, I, can't. I, I, I can remember though, landing uh, at the airport at, uh, I think it was MacArthur airport by mix house uh, mm-hmm. in uh, Smithtown, Long Island <laughs> and him walking through the airport. We filmed it all uh, with Jeremy, uh, him walking through the airport with the belt and telling everybody he was a new TNA uh, world. Oh, champion. really? Yeah, it was, it was, it was freaking hilarious. Yeah. So I was right. He 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 was there in 09. He won uh he beat Sting. He beat Sting for the because I think because he had a random heel turn too. That was a bit awkward to me. 
Um, bro, I just love the 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 hostility in this chat room. Like, these, oh, is it really? I'm not even. These, yeah, 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 yeah. Russo is usually full of crap. Yeah, bro, I'm a I'm I'm a 62 year old grandpa, bro. That's sitting on here with my friend Chris, and I'm lying about things in professional wrestling. We broke, Chris. I I I. I, I there are times when I want to drop the Jack, you know what, but, but I don't out of respect for you, but you guys, what you're a bunch of Jack, you know what, bro? Yeah. like seriously at, at 62, I'm, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to, I'm going to lie about uh professional wrestling. That's what I'm going to do. Here's the funny, get a, you know, get, get a freaking life, bro. I always, always think of things from a psychological standpoint. That's the reason why stuff like that is just absolutely hilarious to me. Think about it like, like this, Vince. You've got people who either comment here or in the archives, you know, in the, the videos. You like you and I, we we get paid to to watch Raw and to talk about this. So regardless of who says what to us, it's not going to change our. <laughs> <laughs> how we get paid so i i don't care i don't i really don't care so here's the, here's here's what makes it even funnier Vince. the same people who are commenting on the chat room and in the videos or whatever or the same people who are helping our algorithms to reach more people to get more subs to give us more money so hey thank you all thank you all very very much and look these people who are comedy, like think, think about like this, Vince. It is currently twelve midnight here, Eastern. Yeah, Europe. exactly. Okay, right. so uh, you yeah. have people like uh, right now. They yeah. tell out of all exactly. of the options they have to yes. do with their life. Yeah, you're you're you're, you're sitting here, bro, at midnight, watching me and Doctor Chris talk about a three-hour shiznit show. Yeah. Okay, yeah. bro, and you and you're and and I'm the loser, bro. I'm getting paid to do yes, this. Yes. Are, are you are you guys getting paid to watch no, this, bro? No, I'm getting paid to it's do midnight, this. Midnight, and they're like, oh God. God. <laughs> instead of going to sleep and going to work tomorrow, they find it. In you know, one time. guy said one guy said on here, uh, like Oh, your boy Jake said it's actually 2 p.m. There you go, Jake. Oh, yeah. On a uh, work day. It's a somebody work. said something on here that is so true. Bro, with, with wrestling marks. Bro, I the majority of wrestling marks, bro, they they there's no logic. Mm -hmm. You know, I come on here, bro, and I talk facts and logic. That's what I talk. I'm a big believer in facts and logic. These people are just illogical. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just you you can't talk logic. Yeah. To them. Yeah. I, again. Vince, I'm I'm a psychologist, dude. I know how people think, man. <laughs> it's just that's the reason why stuff like that does not bother me. What it so. doesn't, it bro, it's not that it bothers me, it's but sad it's to like, me, really. It's like to me, it's like, are you really that stupid? Yeah. Like, I mean, that that's well, well, Vince, the answer is yes at times. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, seriously, yes. bro, are you really that freaking stupid yes. that you don't <laughs> understand? Like, yeah. gee, manitly. Yeah. People like think about this, Vince. Like, they will never be able to be in your shoes. Okay. They'll never be able to rewrite WCW or rewrite the Attitude Area or rewrite TNA or even get paid to be a a, a uh, broadcaster. A, a, a pundit on sports keto okay 
they they won't be in that space. So what they want to do is they want to show their misery by making you less happy about being in this space right now. And so they they take pleasure in wanting you to feel lesser than yourself, man. That's that's unfortunately how miserable people act. And that's how trolls act. You know what you know what Vince Dr. Chris is in session. Okay. So the root of trolls is loneliness statistically and from, from data. So people, when you, so people, when you see on, on these webs who are trolling, can, can I, lonely people, now. can I address WWF fresh? Who says, why are you wearing women's glasses? Vince, you want to know why, bro? Because your mother left them under my bed, bro. <laughs> so rather than waste them, I was like, ah, you know what? Let me throw them off for this show with Chris. Hey, Raju, Raju, if you're watching and listening, this could be the AEW collision show, oh, right? See. I even said to him, I'm Chris, for it, man. Us colliding with the marks. Don't give me a co-host. Don't give me a co-host. Me and the marks with their comments, bro. I love it. If, I love if you it. don't think that's money, Raju, I don't know what to tell you. But a WWEF, whatever, bro. Tell your mom if she wants her uh, glasses back to email me, bro. I what's next, Chris? What are we talking about? Someone said it. Let's uh, talk about get, get Joey in here. Get well, we'll get Joey in a minute. Someone says I'm, I'm putting a master's degree to work. Well, first of all, I have a PhD in psychology. Yes, I have a master's degree in psychology. And I have two other master's degrees. So how about that? Put it, put it out in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's bring, let's bring in Joey. Where, uh, where's the timeout? Uh, uh, WWE fresh. Vince. Don't I don't even saw, say his name. Like, dude. No, bro, like, if I saw you in person, I'd slap you across the face. You think, oh, yeah, I, I bet you would WWF fresh. <laughs> I bet you would bro. Okay, here, here, Joey in here right here's, now. here's the thing before you addressed it, you addressed it, but this is fun. What? So, <clears throat> Raju, this is the show, bro. This Put me right on here. here with AEW marks, bro. I'll do a three hour show because if they if they want to go, we'll go, bro. So, yeah. if I saw you in person, I'd slap you across the face, you pig. Okay. So think about it this way, Vince. Bro, somebody said, Vince, your mom left her bra at uh, at, at my house uh, last night. Uh, unfortunately, bro, my mom's been uh, dead for years, bro. So uh, I, I don't think uh, I don't think that is a real uh, that is a real uh, uh, possibility, bro. Did I lose Chris? Chris, where you at? I think I'm still here. I see the clock. Did I lose Chris? Chris! I don't know. I have no idea. Somebody must have me from the backstage. Bro, somebody said my mom left uh, her bra under their bed. I'm like, bro, that's a little impossible. My mother died years ago, bro. Must have, it must have been it must have been somebody else's mom. Yikes. I have no idea. It must have been somebody somebody from the backstage, uh, uh, a sports kita must be like, oh, no, let's, let's, let's cut it. Uh, but so, so. What was I talking about? Uh, someone? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone saying that they'll slap you in the Just face. Just slap me. They see me, bro. Yeah. Just think of it this way, Vince, real quick, and then we'll go. Yes, we'll sir. go through the, the list. You have so much power over WWE. I'm not even gonna say his name. The the, the guy. Who, so he had. He is so affected by Vince Russo that he is willing. Yeah. 
to slap you in the face just because you booked the show the way that he didn't want to. Yes. Wow. That is not- <laughs> Now tell me who's the mark, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, thank you. Here we go. Here we go. Let's uh, let's go with. Uh, oh yeah, you you went to bring Joey in, right? You still want to bring Joey? In? All right, come on, come on, Joey. Where are you at? Wake up, wake up, Joey. Here we go. Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. Bro, we've got. Judgment Day, this is what I'm talking about, bro, about assembly line. Okay, bro, we're going to do this from 7 to 7.15, 7.15 to 7.30, 7.30 to 7.44. Okay, bro, now we got Judgment Day lined up. Yep. And now all of them are going to talk, bro. And guess what? They're all probably going to say the same thing they said last week, okay? Bro, six, six Dominic mic stops. Yes. Six. I counted them. Bro, do you know how awful this is on television? Bro, think think about the person at home watching this show. So now six times he stops. Is there a person at home calling their mother and father in the other room saying, Dad, Dad, you won't believe this. The audience stopped Dominic from talking six times, Dad. Six times. Is is there any, or or is everybody sitting at home saying, okay, bro, we get it. Can, Can we get on with this? I don't need six. Bro, it is God awful television, Chris. Like I said, if you're there, Fine. The problem is, bro, there's less than 10,000 people there. There's fi- uh, 1.5 million watching on TV. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad, Vince, because it, it, it seems as if Dom is like, I don't know what to do with this heat. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that people are paying attention to me. So I don't know how to really, control it the way that i want to it's controlling him and i think that that's a problem with that that shows his immaturity as a character right now that he's allowing that heat to control him and what made see again someone who's mature in the business a few weeks ago christian got similar heat in AEW, and he was able to step on that like nothing and i was like see that's a big difference between christian and dominic mysterio is because Dominic is still immature in the business to allow that heat to control him as opposed to Christian, who was getting nuclear heat in AEW, yeah. stepping over it by continuing to go, man. That's a big difference there. And I think, you know, he's got some time, but I think he needs to be coached, Vince, because yeah, yeah, people yeah, like that, yeah. people like yes. the skin who's been in there for a while yeah. and, and people like people who are coaching him, you know, maybe a Shawn Michaels or, or or someone who's in the business, one of the agents, they need yeah. to coach him and say, dude, you got to stop allowing that heat to control you so yes. much because it's showing your immaturity as a character. And that's not how heels get heat. They don't just allow it to control them. They try to continue to get the heat by continuing to talk that's going to generate the more heat by if you continue to talk and ignore these clowns while they're booing you 
and continuing to talk, that's going to cause more heat. Yeah, and and Chris, you hit the nail on the head. Obviously, Christian is is so more seasoned. And yes, Dominic is young, but yes, bro, there are supposed to be professionals that can coach him through that. Exactly what Chris said. Absolutely, bro. Indeed. Uh, We have... uh, Bloodline SmackDown recap. We have uh we got some super chats, man. That's not uh speaking, you know, speaking of getting paid. Uh let's see here. We have Zoo Bear, five dollars super chat, bro. Man, that show felt like a house show, especially the ending. Knowing Russo, he would have at least booked Rollins attacking Balor in the ending. Something, something. something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another five dollar super chat. <clears throat> Zubair is coming through. Also, would love the idea of y'all rebooking every Raw in the end to try to make the show better. Can y'all rebook this Raw and feature Legends of Raw? Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm, I, I can't work within their parameters, bro. Like, seriously, I'm not going to sit here and try to make chicken salad out of chicken you-know-what. <laughs> I'm not going to try to try to fix or make sense out of what they did. What Like, what would? what's the point? Yeah, it's – and plus, that will be unpaid uh, – uh, consultation yeah. that <laughs> they will receive i'm sure that they would peek in and say oh that's not a bad idea yeah. uh zoo bear with another ten dollars super chat bro <laughs> love the idea of y'all reviewing collision also dynamite and smackdown if doctor can't do it after would be cool heck i volunteer as a tribute or advocate the idea of my buddy righty smark buster to co-hosts there you go. No, my co-host will be the AEW Marks. I'll keep the chat going, and they will be the co-host of the show. You know, would be you know, would be even more nuclear uh, if uh, you just do a if you just give them the live streamyard link, and you yeah. just have like people like come on the show with you, yeah, yeah. and just and just you and them go back and yeah. forth, and the Absolutely. other person be live on the show with you. And for probably 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. And then you just continue to roast them and just slander them. Yeah. Just slaughter them and then kick them out. And then the next person come in. Well, if it's Rose, oh, I think you're such a right. Well, so is your mom. And it, yeah. it just go exactly. away. Right. Exactly, bro. <laughs> that would now that would be fun. Uh Zoo Bear of five more dollars, bro. Take this on me. Love y'all. Time out, Joey. Don't listen to the haters. Y'all speaking truth. Plus, Russo knows better than Smart. So here's the thing. Zubair TV, people are talking about Vince Russo and the show and and all these things. Zubair TV appreciates this show so much that he just gave $25. Wow. Very. Where's my applause button? Come on, man. That's the reason why the Legion of Raw is the hottest post-Raw show in all of the wrestling webs because we are real. We keep it real. We tell it like it is. Well, bro, WWE Fresh once again says Russo hasn't been relevant for over 20 years. But again, yet, bro, it is now a 12, what is it, 12, 14. And uh, you and your mother are sitting there, (laughs) WWE Fresh, watching me make money, bro, for a guy that hasn't been relevant in 20 years. You're going to sit there and tell me there ain't nothing else better on right now than me, bro. Like, seriously, I could name 10 other things right now on TV better than me. As a matter of fact, the uh, 
the Giants and the Padres are going down to the wire, bro. Turn over to that game, bro. Yeah, All right, yeah. let's, Chris, I got to kill these comments because he's, I, I can't, I can't, we, we got to get through this. And what's off. worse is that it's, it's YouTube, Vince. There's, there's, thousands yeah. upon tens of I'm thousands. killing the com guys comment all you want because now my comments are blank <laughs> so I'm not seeing what you're saying because we got to move on with this oh, show. Man. yeah bro six six mic drop this is horrible tv bro horrible tv indeed indeed all right we got a few more super chats man uh, uh Chris Torres five dollars Sports key to get a lot of interviews with current WWE talent. Any chance that Vince Russo would get? Bro, I was thinking about that. You know, see, bro, they don't utilize me at Sports Kita hmm. because I—you I, you get three shows with Sports Kita. Nah, bro, I see Raju interview a lot of these people, and I'm like, Raju, if you want numbers and you want ratings, you gotta have have me interview these people because I, I love Raju, bro. But come on, Chris, you know he's, he's throwing them softballs. He's happy there, there. No, Raju, if you book Tony Khan, yeah. you tell Tony Khan, bro, we're going to have a guest interviewer. Mm -hmm. And then you bring me on, Raju. That's how we're going to get sports mm -hmm. key to numbers, bro. That would be pretty cool, man. Yes. Uh, Pancakes and Power Slams, I, I for years I interviewed everybody every week. I interviewed a, a wrestler every week, and that's actually what spawned Unscripted because uh, kudos to Raju. Shout out to Raju. Raju was a, a big fan of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. He loved the concept of me interviewing everybody every week. So he's like, hey, can you bring that over to Sports Kita? Sure, absolutely. That's spawning Unscripted. Before, So before Unscripted was the interview section of Pancakes and Power Slam. So I'm, I'm a pretty... Uh, straight shooter when it comes to my interviewing. If you uh, go to Pancakes and Power Slams and check out my interview uh, history. So I remember one time, everybody's been super respectful throughout the years. I mean, I've done PMP for 11 years now, over 11 years. And <clears throat> there was one person who uh, we got into it during the uh, show because, I, because I'm a straight shooter when it comes to interviewing. And uh, I'll let you guess. I'll let you guess. Uh, I talked to him on the phone afterwards, and, um, you know, during the live interview, it was one of those things that uh, he was trying to uh, try. He was he was trying to, like, bow up against me, and I don't I don't take that. I, I don't deal with that. And so I, I bowed up against him back. <laughs> it was really interesting. It was a former WCW world champion, and, and I'll say his name because I, I mean you can you can go to the dialogue, you can go to the archives and see it. But he, we ended up talking, and you know I earned his respect by doing that because he tried to you know use me as another journalist. I'll I'll, I'll try to use my stroke and you know mm -hmm. try to bow up against them, and it didn't work. So it was a former WCW World Champion uh, and former WWE World Champion. I'll, I'll let you take a guess. He's won both the WW, WCW and the WWE World Championships. WCW and WWE. Yep. So I'll let I'll let people. Uh, oh, someone already got it because he's he watches P and P. He's a P and P. Who was it, bro? Because I got my comments. Fanatic. Uh, Sid, it was, it was, Sid. oh, wow. Sid, Sid's a nice dude too, bro. Yeah. I, mean, I talked to him on the phone, man. Like beforehand. Yeah. 
And uh, I was I asked him a question about I, I don't know it was it, it offended him it was something about uh, probably the we're live pal or something it was one of those touchy subjects that he like wished never happened in his career, and he said something like he was like don't you you know he's like have you watched that don't you know I was like yeah man I'm just asking the question for the people who may have not watched that you know what I mean and so like he was like he straightened up like real quick man yeah. but he tried to he, he tried to buck up but I was like nah I'm not. I, I'm going to commit to the bit and uh, not resent my question. I'm going to, and so I end up getting the question. I end up answering. So, yeah, that's one of those things that man, you got to, you got to people, you got to, you got to not be a softball pitcher when it comes to journalism. I yeah. know that, you know, and I give much respect to sports kid. I have nothing but positive things to say from a sports kid. They treat me like a rock star here, man. So I'm, I'm super. And, and I used to write for Sports Illustrated and Fox Sports. Sports key is where it's at, man. And so, but I will agree that there are softballs, though. But we do have working relationships with the WWE yeah. and AEW. Yeah, you can. Don't and so it does. I get why. I get why they're softballing, man. Especially from Raju because he's the manager. So I, I understand it, man. I, I'll uh, I'll advocate for Raju here, man. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's see here. We got. Uh, See, so late. Uh, actually, we got. Let's just do these super chats, man. I'll run through. Awesome sauce. Fun question. Rank these three in terms of impact, legacy. Dusty Piper, Foley for me. Dusty is one due to his promos, um, and creating Star Kid and War Games. Two was Piper doing his territory stuff and building Mania Three is Mech. Okay, so Dusty Piper Foley rank those three. Uh, Vince, as far as impact uh, slash legacy, who do you have? Oh my God! Um, bro, I got to tell you, it, it, it would be in that order. But for me, for me, it would be Piper first. Okay. Yeah, it would be Piper, Dusty Foley for me. I I know for the majority, it would be Dusty Piper Foley. Hmm. Okay. I would do Dusty Piper Foley. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Steve Soleil 499. I'm convinced some of these marks might actually be current WWE wrestlers behind fake profiles because these people can't really be this stupid. Very nice, Steve. And Very I, nice. I will say, and I will say, Steve, that's a good point, but I think uh some of them uh, are. I mean, if you're it's 12 16 a.m. Eastern. And so if you're spending your time at 12, 16 in the morning, either one, you don't have a job, uh, you know, barring that you aren't excited or just hanging out with the SK Nation, having fun on a Monday night slash Tuesday morning with with me and Vince, Vince and I, for people who enjoy this, our chat room is still absolutely lit. We have fun every single week. It's a good way to you know, have a focus group, group therapy session about how bad Raw is with like-minded people. That I'm all fun and games with that. But someone coming in who has who has a, a personal vendetta or a bent toward Vince, you know, and some people, you know, I'm a heel to some people too, which again, man, I, I think it's laughable. I just don't care. But the the, the remarks to Vince is just crazy man and for people to come in to this platform 
at this time to say those things to you is a bit of desperation, man. There you go. There you go. There you go. Wrestling legend is what it says. All right, I'm going to go through this, man, and uh, let's just give me a, a synopsis of the show, and then we'll close up. Uh, we got uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, cutting yeah, back. Yeah, bro, they, they, they got the Abbott and Costello routine, so we're going to beat that to death every week. Okay. We got Caden Carter and Katana Chance defeating Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. Yeah, C- Carter and Chance, bro. <laughs> now their record is one in one, so they'll lose the next. They'll, yes, they'll yes, lose yes, the next yes. time out, so we yes. can get 50-50 booking. They're now one on one, bro. So my prediction is go on uh, like DraftKings or something. Yes. And the next time they wrestle, bet against them because yes. they got to lose their next match. There you go, DraftKings. Cody Rhodes interview at the top of the aisle. Uh, in this year, defeating Cedric Alexander, Sheldon Benjamin, they get some offense first, but uh, in this year, takes them out. Very sloppy match to me, Vince. Yeah. Uh, backstage, we get Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle. Then we get you know, to- and, and 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 again, this is a situation, bro, where we see the three of them together, bro. Really, Kabuki is stuff here because Riddle has backed up Owens and Zayn before. Here, they're in the back together. Uh, um, Riddle gets double teamed a little time shortly thereafter. And again, Owens and Sammy don't come out, but Owens and Sammy tell Cody, oh, bro, you had our back six months ago and we never forgot that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but you forgot Riddle. Ha- and and it seems to be okay with Riddle. Yeah. Uh, no sense, Vince. <laughs> no sense whatsoever. Uh, we'll get to Rollin in a minute here. We'll actually... We'll close. Uh, we'll close with Rollins' uh, super chat here. Uh, we get Lo- Logan called Paul cutting in ring promo, entering the Money in the Bank ladder match, uh, interrupted by Ricochet, and then Ricochet, and then other Money in the Bank. Oh, this was so bad! All, all these people in the ring, bro, that mean absolutely nothing. And then Logan Paul cleans house, so the WWE is saying to you, "Yeah, you're right. Everybody else in the ring means absolutely nothing." Go ahead. Gene. Uh, we get Matt Riddle defeating Ludwig Kaiser. Riddle attacked by Th- uh, Gunther and Kaiser post-match. Yep. Uh, we get backstage. We get a camera uh, showing Riddle getting carried, getting assistance to walk. Then that cuts to KO and Sammy getting approached by Kaiser and Gunther. The teams argue. Sammy gets text messages and Sammy. Yeah, and they're up. telling them. They're saying, yeah, we just beat your buddy up out there. <laughs> and like, yeah, but we were, we, we were too busy back here clowning. Yeah, and we got a text uh, message. So okay, great, uh, yeah. super. Um, no appearance. So so um, uh, what's the name? Giovanni Vinci. It looks like it's uh, it's a two man show for now, man. He's from what I heard, he's not even injured. They're just kind of riding him off for a second because they're thinking about bringing another person from NXT to be a member of uh, Imperium. So they're like they're oh, contemplating oh, okay. either they're either four person Imperium because Imperium started with four people initially because they had Alexander Wolf with them, and then they wrote him off and released him, and then they're thinking about either bringing Ilya Dragunov uh, up to be a part of Imperium or keeping a four man team. So we'll see how that goes. Because um, it, it, when they came, when Kaiser and Gunther came, they uh, Vinci. He stayed on NXT because he was Fabian Ochner. And then they redid his gimmick and kept him on NXT for a second. And then they brought him up um, to be Imperium again. So I don't know. Maybe they're 
they don't see enough in him to, to keep him on the main roster. So we'll see. Um, we get Viking Raiders defeating Alpha Academy. It's 50-50 with them. Um, what's next? DraftKings Alpha Academy wins next. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Judgment Day talk backstage. Rhea comes out. Natalia gets uh, interviewed backstage and comes out. Then Rhea attacks uh, Natalia before the bell rings for no contest. Um, Raquel Rodriguez pre-match uh, interview backstage. Rhea Ripley comes from uh, the ring backstage. That's what I have, bro. It's These awesome. promos, like you know, bro. Listen, I, I'm I'm a fan of Natalia. These promos are just so canned, bro. Yeah. And then, and then you got right after that, you got Rachel Rodriguez and Rhea. So freaking canned. Every one of these is so canned, bro. Yeah, man. Trish Stratus defeating Ra uh, Raquel Rodriguez. This was weird to me because, because Trish was the one who grabbed Raquel's hair. So she touched, she touched her first, or uh, Becky's hair. She touched Becky's hair first by grabbing it. Becky retaliated by hitting Trish, and then Trish gets the win from DQ. She was the one who started. Well, bro, again, this, this is the stupid DQ rule that's been outdated since the Attitude Era, bro, okay? Right. Becky Lynch has zero connection with Rachel Rodriguez. None. Becky Lynch gets involved in the match. Why is Rachel Rodriguez DQ'd, bro? Yeah. The match should have been thrown out as a no contest, mm -hmm. and then they should have the match again. Yeah. I, I, I am so sick of these ridiculous DQs, bro, that are so wrong on so many levels, and because it's wrestling in a bubble – an adjustment is never going to be made because then it becomes too hard for them to book. Then, then it's too – no, bro, it's very simple to book if you just go along with logic. Yeah, that finish was super weird. Uh, Bron Breaker backstage interview. Then we get a Becky, Becky Lynch backstage interview. And then we get Bronson Reed defeating Shinsuke Nakamura. I knew that was going to happen because Shinsuke beat Bronson Reed a few weeks ago, and I knew that that was going to happen. 50-50 yeah. Shinsuke, ladies and gentlemen. He's uh, in the Money in the Bank match, by the way. Uh, Seth Rollins uh, cutting a promo from backstage. Medical, well, from some medical treatment facility. He said he wasn't, I guess, backstage anymore. Uh, then we get KO and Sammy and Cody defeating Judgment Day to close the show. Any thoughts on that? Oh, my God. First of all, bro, to this thing to close the show, number one. Oh, bro, you talk about stretching time. Th these entrances were 15 minutes, Chris. Yeah. It was 15 minutes yeah. for all these entrances, bro. Why do you keep beating which Damien, bro? Why, yes, I thought why the same do thing. you yes. keep beating this guy? This yeah. is the guy oh. that should not be beat. You I could know. beat Finn Balor every day of the week. Finn Balor is never going to mean anything. Yeah. You could beat Dominic. Bro, why are you beating every single week the one guy you shouldn't be beating? I agree 100%. Vince. Oh, my That's gosh, exactly bro. Really, man. I saw that. I said... I, first of all, I was like, okay, how show finish? And I'm like, out of all the people you chose to take the fall, you choose Damian Priest, who's in the Money in the Bank match, 
who out of all three of them can't afford to be pinned because that's the one out of the three that you need to peg to be the next star. That's the one out of all six that you need to peg to be the next star. And he's the one getting pinned again. I guess somebody said it in the chat room, bro, unless bro, they're planning on him winning money in the bank. So they're going to give him all these losses now, because in their mind, if he wins money in the bank now, now it's even, which is super weird to build a star. That doesn't make any sense. That's like me being Ohio state fan. Okay. So instead, so what we'll do is we'll have you lose a few games and then we'll make it even by you having to win a few games. Now you're 50, 50. That's going to help you. That's going to help your team out. No, you're going to win as many ma- uh, games as you possibly can. Yeah. And that yeah. helps your actual, you know, uh, uh, status that helps your yeah. status at the time i would never i would never ever be beating these guys yeah i agree uh, it was a terrible call to to have priest lose yeah uh rollin we'll close the show with rollin do you guys still think that montez Ford will win the world title at mania 40 uh that was more of a me thing than events thing the, the uh draft didn't split the profits he was sitting uh in the audience with the fans and not of champions things look bleak um, I don't, I don't, I want them to, I think, again, I don't think it'd be great. I think if, uh, uh it was a heel Seth versus, uh, versus Montez, I think it would be money. Um, but I don't think that they'll, they'll do that with Montez money. So much money left on the table with Montez for man. Yeah. That guy's money. All right, Vince, let them know about the uh, <laughs> the brand, my man, and be sure that uh, all the uh, the haters uh, join the brand and come over. Yeah, here. guys, absolutely. You want to hate on me? Come on over, bro. Russo'sBrand.com. We have uh, many, 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 many shows, many, many, many different wrestlers on there, bro. Shows every single day of the week. Less than five bucks a month. Come on over, bro. Russo'sBrand.com. Indeed. Follow him at the Vince Russo. You see it under his name. You see it under my name, at Chris Prolific. Uh, come over to Pancakes and Power Slams as well. Go ahead and uh, hit that sub when we talk about wrestling. It's just a Q&A show on Tuesdays after Unscripted. We have a lot of fun there. Vince has been on our there on several times. And uh, we will continue to have a great show. See? You know what? People already got my uh, my signature ending. Yes. They're already ready, yes. man. So, yes. Vince Russo, Dr. Chris, have a good night, everybody. Solo!